creator economy in 2023. If you are a business owner, if you are a content creator, if you are a brand looking to understand social media marketing, the landscape in 2023, if you're a professional looking to up your online presence, which in turn helps you earn more, grow faster, and grow your efficacy, this is the show for you. You want to make sure you come on back because I've got a lot of things to tell you, but also I'm going to make some very, very bold predictions. A lot of you are not going to like it, but I truly believe this is the most important show of the entire year as we reach the end of 2022. Come on back, y'all. Welcome, everybody, to the Creator Economy live stream podcast show. We went live a little later than usual <laughs> um, because I really wanted to get and call a lot of – I really wanted to be prepared for today's show. Um, I'm always prepared for every show, but this show in particular because there's a lot happening in the Creator Economy. There's a lot of things going on. We're going to talk about Twitter. Yes, we will talk about Twitter. Um, but I promise you, make sure you stick around because I'm going to really go deep into where I think the creator economy is going, how you and I can take full advantage so we can monetize our skills, creativity, and experience in the creator economy. There's never been a better time to create content which provides value to the marketplace for a specific audience in your niche. I'll break that down very, very soon and quickly, but um, I really, really am excited about today's show. We're also going to do a live Q&A at the end, so make sure you stick around. Replay viewers, podcast listeners, stick around because I'm going to take your questions, and I promise you, I promise you, because we have such an educated an unbelievably prolific online community here at Nez Nation Live, I promise you, you're going to get answers to questions you probably never even knew you had. So if your focus is growing, earning more money, maybe even passive income, diversifying your revenue streams, understanding where should I be creating content? Why should I be creating content? Is it good for me, a professional looking to advance my career? Yes, is it good for me, a business owner, looking to expand my reach, get more customers, clients, appointments? Yes. Is it good for me, a brand, a business, looking to scale, looking to increase my relevancy in the 2023 marketplace? Yes. Is it for me, content creator, somebody who's just starting out, maybe somebody who's mid-tier, maybe somebody who's super advanced? I'm a YouTuber. I'm a TikToker. I'm a podcaster. I'm a live streamer. I want to know what I should be doing in 2023. Yes, this is the ultimate show for you. So please make sure you stick around. Make sure you tap that thumbs up. We're going to jump right into it. Hey, good to see you guys. We've got our awesome Nez Nation live crew here. Gaging Gadgets, long time no see. Good to see you, Lewis. Nano in the house. Sharkfin Tech. Okay, so I get it now, Sharkfin. If I start later, you're up. Is that right? Looks like Sharkfin Tech sleeps in on Sundays. 
I don't think I've ever seen shark fin this early. Who knows? Maybe I'll start a little bit later. I don't know. Our normal time. Good to see you, Vasu. Our normal time for starting our show is we go live every single Sunday. I got something in my eye. Sorry. Pardon me. Um, We go live every single Sunday, 1030 a.m. Pacific. What is that? 1.30 p.m. Eastern time? No, wait. 11.30, 12. Yes. One th- I have to do the math. I have to take off my socks for that one. Yes. Please tap that thumbs up. I'd really appreciate it. Okay. So I want to go do a little brief history. Uh, and then, guys, I want to take your questions. But check this out. So I want to give you some stats. I want to give you some, some actual statistical data. Um, I'm going to be sharing some data that was done by Professor Richard Florida who wrote a commissioned a new report. He's a researcher uh, and he actually presented this to Meta about the different trends and opportunities presented in the creator economy. According to the report, the creator economy is forecasted to reach more than a hundred billion dollars this year. Up to 60 million Americans now make up the creative class according to estimates. That's 40% higher than the year before. There is an immense opportunity to forge a creator middle class. Yes, we know Mr. Beast. We know PewDiePie. We know uh, Charlie D'Amelio. All these people make insane amounts of money every single year with their content. But there is an emerging, beautifully profound creator middle class, which your boy Nez actually considers himself a part of that. I've been talking about this on our Creator Economy Live podcast for years and years and years that I am a blue collar full-time content creator earning six figures, multiple six figures a year just with my content. And I'm going to tell you where I'm focusing most of my attention in 2023. So this is why this is such an important show. Here's a uh, here's a couple of other amazing stats that I'd like to share with you. Thank you, Vasu. Vasu says, this is really interesting. I, I want to I talk about this for a second before I get to these other cool historical facts. Vasu says, I'm watching you on my TV. YouTube TV has increased its viewership by, I mean, leaps and bounds over the last 18 to 24 months. I watch YouTube on TV all the time. I don't watch Netflix. I don't watch HBO Max, unless I want to watch like a really old movie, um, you know, I'll do that. I can't stand all the new movies, Um, but I watch YouTube on TV all the time. And that audience is escalating YOY year over year, double digit percentage points. So what I'm trying to say is, is that more and more people are watching YouTube on TV, replay viewers, podcast listeners. If that's you, let me know in the comments. Do you watch TV? Do you watch YouTube on TV? Live viewers, let me know as well. Do you, give me a hashtag me if you watch YouTube on TV. I love watching YouTube on TV. I get a great experience. I recently tweeted out to Vasu and everybody, Super Dave, is that Super Dave? Super Dave is in the house. Good to see you, Super Dave. Awesome. Come on in. Make sure you tap that thumbs up. I'd really appreciate it. Gaging gadget says loves it. I love it too, man. I'm right there with you, brother. Um, 
another thing too, I tweeted this very recently. There, there's a brand new shorts tab on YouTube TV, which is really, really amazing. And stick around too, because I'm going to talk about that as a bold prediction. A lot of you guys are not going to like it. I think a lot of you, I'm going to get a lot of backlash for this, but I'm going to make a very bold prediction where the creator economy is headed in 2023. But check this out. Make sure you tap that thumbs up. Thank you. But check this out. So the creator economy is booming, okay? And this is anybody who's been paid by these companies or paid by their audience for their creative work. That is essentially what the creator economy is. Are you somebody who likes cooking? Are you creating content that people are paying you for? You're earning money for? Are you somebody who, are you an auto uh, restorer or detailer creating content? Are you in the uh, investment finance niche? Are you in the business niche? Are you in the tech niche? Are you in the whatever sector, real estate sector? Are you doing this, creating content and earning some type of revenue, even if it's just a couple dollars a month, you are a member of the creator economy. Um, here's something that's really, really cool. So I'm going to talk to you about all the most famous creator platforms and when they started. So the very first blog was created in 1994. Interesting stat. I was alive back then. I was, you know, I, I, I've talked about this many times. I monetized a blog on MySpace in the early 2000s when there was a MySpace. Yes, I'm old. LinkedIn was founded in 2002. I've been on LinkedIn since 2006. LinkedIn is a phenomenal resource for me in the creator economy. Facebook was founded in 2004. Facebook didn't really hit my radar till 2007. YouTube was founded in February of 2005. And I believe Google bought YouTube in 2006 for just a cool billion dollars. Can you believe it? This company's worth hundreds of billions of dollars now. Twitter was founded in March 2006. Instagram launched on October of 2010. Twitch launched in June of 2011. Snapchat was released in July 2011. Vine was released in January 2013. I never really knew that. Now Musk is even, there's some rumblings that even Musk is thinking about bringing back Vine. And if you don't know who Elon Musk is and you've been living under a tree, well, not really a tree. Maybe under a rock is the better way of putting it. I guess if you've been living under a tree, you're not missing too much. <laughs> Might be kind of nice to live under a tree. I don't know. You know, nice view, good oxygen, outdoors, sun. Um, he's even been discussing. There's been some murmurings uh, that he might even bring back Vine and Logan Paul. Might, I mean, just crazy stuff. We got to talk Twitter. We're going to talk Twitter in a second. Um so uh, Vine was released in January 2013, TikTok September 2016. It's hard to believe that it's only been a couple of years, four or five years. And this, I mean, nobody really was on TikTok until really 2019. Um, and this company has literally taken the creator economy by storm. Clubhouse was released in April of 2020. And there's probably more. If there's any other platforms, you're like, Nez, you forgot about this. Or, hey, Nez, what about this? Let me know in the comments. I reply to all the comments personally. Okay, so this is this is what I really want to talk to you about first and foremost, okay? So first and foremost, the, the big, and here's really my first big prediction. And then we're going to talk about Twitter, okay? 
my first big prediction is this. The number one leverage that you, content creator, possess, online business owner, possess, brand company, possess, whatever. The number one leverage that you have, brand deals, ad revenue, uh, partnerships, memberships, merchandise sales, digital products, physical products, um, passive income, affiliate marketing, whatever revenue stream you're, uh, you know, focused on any kind of income, any revenue stream, by the way, I have a video where I talk about my seven revenue streams and how I earn multiple six figures as a full-time content creator. Um, that video is on our channel. Also leave a link in the description. It doesn't matter, uh, what revenue stream or how many, right? You could have a million, you could have 0.5 revenue streams. The ep at the epicenter the catalyst for every amount of leverage that you have in the marketplace, in the creator economy, really comes down to one thing, your audience, period. I mean, brands only want to do deals with you and sponsorships with you because they want to get their products and services in front of your highly targeted, specified niche audience. Why am I starting off with brand deals and not AdSense revenue? Because I'm going to talk about AdSense revenue in a second and where the creator economy is going in 2023. Let's talk about Facebook for a second. If you didn't see my tweet that I tweeted out, uh, by the way, follow me on Twitter at Professor Nez. Uh, it's just at Professor Nez on Twitter. Make sure you follow me there because, um, you know, as much of, uh, of, a, of turmoil that Twitter is going through right now, um, I'll talk about Twitter in a second because I'm going to make a bold prediction about Twitter. Um, uh, I, I really like to share a lot of things that I can't share on these streams and th that you really can't share anywhere else. Um, and so make sure you follow me on Twitter. Um, I tweeted this out not that long ago um, where I, I talked about how Facebook is probably the worst place to start for a content creator. Um, if you're a content creator right now, I would even remove Facebook from your platform choices. It shouldn't even be in your top three or top five. Um, there's a lot of money to be made on Facebook, which is really contradictory to what I've been talking about months and months ago with Reels. Remember, I showed you my actual dashboard from Facebook Reels because of TikTok, because of short form content. I'll talk about short form content in a little bit. Stick around that Facebook was doing everything in their power to incentivize creators. And they did a really, really good job from about November, 2021 to, you know, I would say maybe April or March of 2022 when everything really, I mean, my revenue on Facebook dropped 50%. Um, the reason I'm, the reason I'm mentioning this is that, Facebook is probably the worst platform when it comes to creator support. Are they going to change that? I don't know. Do they have to change that? I would say 1 billion percent. Yes, they have to change that. Um, there's nobody at Facebook that you can actually talk to when you have any issues, problems, or unwarranted, unjustified flags or demonetizations. 
There's literally nobody to talk to. You can try to fill out a ticket. You can try to fill out a report. You can try to no. you never get an answer. If you do, it's not till 18 months or years later. It's ridiculous. It's redonkulous if you really want to know the truth. Good to see you, Dr. Elo and my man A.L. in the house. This is contradictory to what I was saying months ago when I showed you my dashboard when I made $10,000 a month just on Facebook Reels. That's just on Facebook Reels. That's not including in-stream ads. That's not including uh, the bonus program. That's not including you know uh, ads on Reels. That's not including, I mean, th- there's so many other ways, branded content, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Vasu says, true, it's happening with me right now as you speak. Yeah. <sighs> you know, it's just so... This is getting to my number one point about audience is your number one asset. And and, and I'm going to go into a couple of different tangents that are all going to coagulate. I promise. Hey, Brian in the house. Good to see you. Make sure you let me know if you got your merchandise that you won. I know Brian got a trucker hat. I think I can't remember. Was it a shirt, Brian? Let me know if you got it already. I know it's the holidays and uh, Luis has not uh, gotten his yet. Nano hasn't gotten his hoodie yet. A couple of you have gotten it, but let me know, Brian. We did an amazing live stream giveaway not that long ago, which was awesome. And by the way, stick around, become an insider, because we're going to do a whole lot more. We're going to do some major giveaways before the holidays are over. Santa Nez is here, y'all. <laughs> um. As a full-time content creator creating on these different platforms, there is not a minute in the day you ask any true blue content creator, there is not a minute of the day where they're not feeling major pangs of anxiety every time they get that email alert or every time they get any email from YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. Because I don't know about you, but from personal experience as a full-time content creator, when I get those emails, I get an, an insane rush of anxiety. I get a huge rush, a huge pang of anxiety because my every content creator's biggest fear, worst nightmare, you're going to get that email saying your account's been deleted or your account's been compromised or we've deleted your channel. We've deleted, I've had TikTok accounts deleted. I've had other accounts deleted without any justification. I've been demonetized on Facebook more times than I can count. More times than I can count. I mean, scratching and clawing to try to find a way to talk to one human being at Facebook is a miracle. I've got such a gripe. But the point is this. Where the creator economy is going in 2023, and to be honest with you, where it's always been, the leverage, your number one asset is your audience. So you need to think very strategically, very deeply about aggregating your audience, owning that asset, so that if you do get that abhorrent nightmare of an email, okay, from one of these platforms, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, etc., you always have that asset. You always have connection. I mean, I, I did a I did a stream about this back in May. I know Anthony remembers this. A lot of you guys remember this. It's so good to see you, Al, in the house. 
If you haven't already, please tap that thumbs up. It takes you 0.3 seconds to do it. It really helps us out. And share this out on Twitter and tag me, please. Share this out on your community tab because y'all know sharing is caring. That's right. Sharing is caring. We had a TikTok account with over 20,000 followers. It was earning as part of the TikTok fund, the creator fund. It was earning like 15, 10 bucks a day. I'll take that. I don't know anybody who wouldn't take 10 to $15 a day. Gone. I went. This is literally exactly what happened. I opened my phone, getting ready to post a video on one of our TikTok accounts that I manage. I couldn't find it. I was like, where is it? What happened to it? I couldn't find it. And then I got this cryptic note saying, you know, just your account's been banned and deleted. No warning, no strikes. I think they've gotten better about this. I think, I'm not sure. Let me know in the comments if you've seen an improvement on this and especially with Facebook too. Do I still create on Facebook? Of course, because I'm earning really, really good money a month on Facebook with my other brands and channels that I manage. Okay, but... I think the platform that's going to win, which is why I'm hoping and praying for Twitter. And I'll tell you what platform I'm going to really shove all my chips into the middle of the pot and go all in on. Stick around for that. I'm going to tell you a platform I'm probably going to stop creating on. Stick around for that. Um, Thank you so much, AL. That really means a lot to me. I always appreciate Nez and his blunt honesty. You're going to get the truth here. It might hurt your feelings. It might upset you. You might get triggered, but you're absolutely going to get the truth here. I can't, I can't function any other way. I'm not going off any script, y'all. The script's in here. The script's in here. I eat, sleep, and breathe the creator economy. I absorb data research. Um, I, I do gobs and gobs of quantitative, qualitative analysis every single day when it comes to this stuff. I'm researching, working, creating actual content. I'm not just an observer. I'm a creator at heart. I talk about the creator economy because I'm passionate about it because I'm a creator. I wish there was somebody like me when I first started out decades ago. If there was somebody like me decades ago, I'd be a trillionaire right now with my content. Probably. If you really listen and absorb everything I'm talking about and not just listen to it, not just in one ear and out the other, but you actually put it into action, you will be successful, guaranteed. Because this stuff isn't coming out of a book. It's not coming out of a LinkedIn article. It's not coming out of a crappy marketing class at a university. It's coming from real true blue experience. I'm a full-time content creator. I literally wake up at 5 a.m. and don't go to sleep till about 10, 30, 11, literally eat, sleeping, breathing the creator economy and how I can leverage and serve my audience better every single day. DK4K in the house, Super Dave. I'm so proud of you, Super Dave. We miss you, man. I'm so happy you're here, Super Dave. It's so good to see you, brother. I hope you're doing really, really fantastic. And I want you here, Super Dave. We're going to do another giveaway, so I want you here so you can win, brother. If anybody deserves to win, Super Dave's been with me almost as long as Nano has. Good to see you, Nano. Nano finally made it. If you haven't already, tap that thumbs up. So you need to think strategically about how you can always have access 
to your audience. So you don't wake up one day and find your YouTube channel has been, you know how many times I've had clients, you know, how many times I've forget clients. I've just gone on Twitter and a huge creator, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, millions, billions of views wakes up and their channel's just gone, deleted or hacked. Do not everybody write this down. Don't build your content creation empire on rented property. We're renting from YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. Spotify, Apple, we're renting. You need to own your own assets, own your own property. There's a reason why all these big creators are diversifying their income streams. They're building real tangible businesses and assets they own. Mr. Beast, Feastables, right? Beastburger, right? You know, uh, Dude Perfect, Yes Theory. I mean, you, you think about any creator, you know, Mark Rober, creating an academy, you know, creating schools, creating uh, uh, retail stores, businesses, partnering with Netflix, with television, network, TV. There's a reason why. Okay, DK4K, I love this question because we were just gonna about to talk about Twitter. DK4K says, how do you see Twitter as a video content creator? Okay, I love this. So this requires a lot of context. DK4K, thank you for asking this. So a, a little bit of background, a little bit of context. We got to give context, right? So this is where I think the creator economy is headed in 2023. I did a stream on what Elon Musk buying Twitter implies for the creator economy um so there's a lot of a lot of uh, uh turmoil happening right now over at twitter i love elon musk i love twitter which is why i want you to follow me at professor nez twitter to me I, I think aptly put it is the digital town square of the internet um I have been going live on Periscope. Nano knows this. I got my start really with live streaming on social media on Periscope back in 2015 when most of y'all probably weren't even born. Um, this was before Facebook Live, before YouTube Live, before Instagram Live, before TikTok, Snapchat, all these companies, right? Um, and I, I I don't... Then, then when Periscope... There's a reason why Periscope essentially closed shop and discontinued was because Twitter has a very specific culture, just like LinkedIn has a very specific culture, et cetera, et cetera, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. And I love Elon Musk. I think he is an innovator. He is a disruptor. I love his sense of humor. I love his attitude. I love everything about the dude, but I do think there's a little bit of hubris going on here. I do think he is treating this company, Twitter, as if it's a you know company like Tesla or SpaceX. And it's just not. This is a media company. And there's a lot of hands in the pot. Whether you like it or not, there's a lot of hands in the pot because it's not a tangible product that you can just say bye-bye to once you put it on the line and sell it. This is a media company where thoughts and ideas are trying to be monetized thoughts and ideas, free speech, um, 
you have a responsibility and obligation to to create an area, to create a space where people can freely engage and publicly, you know, uh, communicate with one another and and have a an intelligent discourse, right? And share your experiences and share your ideas and thoughts. It gives everybody two cents. Everybody can throw in their two cents on Twitter. I love Twitter. You know how many people I never would have talked to in real life. I never would have engaged with in real life. I mean, I've engaged with celebrities. I never thought I would ever talk to. I've engaged with athletes, people. I never in a million years thought I could ever engage with Twitter is awesome like that. Because if you put in your two cents conscientiously in an interesting, engaging, intelligent way, you could get pretty powerful attention. I've gotten major brand deals through Twitter, alone through Twitter. I've talked about LinkedIn being a great place to get brand deals, but Twitter's been an awesome place to get brand deals, but it was never because of my video content. So here's the interesting thing that I want to talk to you about, because this is such a good question, DK4K. I think there's a little bit ego and narcissism in Elon, um, thinking he can run this company the way that he runs all of his other companies. It's just a different beast. It's a different animal. It's a media company. And it didn't seem like to me he consulted any specialists in media, especially social media, before he started making a lot of the decisions that seemed very haphazardly and just kind of random. Like the whole $8 blue check thing, I have no problem with the money. The money's not the issue. But the whole point of the blue check was for authentication of accounts. That was the whole point of the blue check. By the way, let me know in the comments, what are your thoughts on this? Um, it, I have no problem. I'll pay $8 if I have to pay. I love Twitter. Twitter is where I have networked, engaged with some of the most incredible people I've ever met. Honestly, um, I love Twitter. It's never been a promotional platform, though. It's never been a place where my video content has um, been the catalyst for my brand or for my audience building. Twitter is a place where there is, it's you share ideas on subject topics, whether it's within your niche, cultural trending topics, and you engage literally in a conversation through text. It's like texting with the world. That's what Twitter is to me. Um, so I think that the best way, I, I, I don't think the subscription model really works with, with social media. Personally, this is just me. I'd love to hear your thoughts. This is just my prediction. But I do think that there's ways you can monetize and still make money because he is a businessman He and Twitter's never made a profit. And I don't know, maybe it shouldn't. Maybe it's just not that type of company. I'm just not sure. Um it's a different beast. It's a different animal. I've never run a media. I mean, I run my media company. My media companies are solely run on the basis of my audience and leveraging my audience for different opportunities. But I've never run a social media company like that vast and that scale. It's unbelievable. Hey, Eileen's in the house. Good to see you. Eileen Smith, how are you? Happy Sunday. So I want to get to your question. Eileen has a great question, and I think that's actually a beautiful, beautiful launching point for more discussion on where I think the creator economy is headed in 2023. It's great to see you, Eileen. Um, monetizing, giving creators power more than just super follows or at least taking super follows to the next level um, 
actually allowing the free market of the best content wins, the cream rises to the top and maybe monetizing in that kind of way where it's a 50, 50 split with creators, I think would be a really, really powerful way. When I say creators, I don't even think video content has to be the variable. I think people who create discourse, conversation, engagement, maybe tweets that get the most retweets or tweets that get the most likes or the most comments, whatever, there's a way to monetize that in some way. I think if he Musk really, I mean, you need advertisers. I think he needs advertisers. As a media company, you need advertisers. I mean, look at Facebook. Facebook's revenue model, 99% of their revenue comes from advertisers. I mean, who has a Facebook portal? Nobody I know. Do you know anybody who has a Facebook portal? Facebook's trying with the, the Oculus is doing okay. I'll give them the Oculus. But um, these media companies, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, it's, it's advertising dollars are the engine of the monetization. And so um, I think he jumped in with two feet head first. I think he rushed a lot of these decisions. I think he has the best intentions. I think he, I truly believe he's not doing this for the money. He is a businessman. Of course, he needs to pay the bills, quote unquote, like he told Stephen King. But um, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't see the point of everybody having a blue check and having an official, another blue check, essentially. You don't, uh, why are we having two badges? What's the point of the blue check? The blue check now becomes obsolete. If everybody can get one, there's no value. The original value of the blue check was authentication. Who is the authentic account? Now you got to look for, I even tweeted this. I think it's ridiculous. I really do. Now there's two checks. There's a blue check and then there's official badge. What's the point? I just don't see it. Hey, Jonathan Albin is here from LinkedIn. Good to see you, Jonathan. Let me know if you got your prize yet. I know uh, Nano hasn't gotten his yet. Uh, some of you have. Brian, I'm not sure if you said you got yours. Did you get yours? Okay, he did. Yes, Brian said he got his holy macadamia hat. Good. Fantastic. Um, so, yes. So, great question here by Eileen. I want to get to this question, staying on Twitter. Um, Eileen says, have you ever used Twitter spaces? Yes. I love Twitter spaces. I actually like Twitter spaces more than I like uh, Clubhouse. Um, I, if I ever host another room, which, you know, I've got almost 4,000 followers on Clubhouse. I loved Clubhouse. I met Anthony on Clubhouse. I met a lot of great people, Angie on Clubhouse. Um, I think if I'm ever going to host another room, which I haven't done so in a long time, I've just been so busy. I mean, that's not an excuse. It's a fact. I really, really love Twitter spaces and there's just something about it. I just like the fact, and, and don't forget LinkedIn audio events is something that could be a, a real, real um, force in 2023. Um, LinkedIn is trying to become more of a content creators platform. LinkedIn is trying really, really hard. I was in the first LinkedIn creator accelerator program. So I got a lot of inside information as an alumni working with LinkedIn and they are trying really hard. They're introducing so many new things. I mean, never mind LinkedIn live 
never mind creator mode, never mind linking things on your, on your actual profile, turning your profile essentially into a website, having a featured section, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it's actually turning into a content creation platform and video on LinkedIn is still a very, very big thing. And don't forget this y'all contextualize for the platform. The audiences on LinkedIn have Monet. If you're on LinkedIn right now, give me a hashtag LinkedIn. I know Jonathan is good to see you, Jonathan. Oh, awesome. Eileen says, I love Twitter spaces. I did one today. Love it. Darn it. I wish I would have caught that Eileen. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, so, so just getting back to the nitty gritty here, I predict that in 2023, where the creator economy is going is your ability to build a thriving community and leverage that, which is essentially what an influencer is supposed to be. I think influencer marketing is going to take on a whole new level. It's already big. It's already huge. The reason why is that advertising dollars, okay, advertising dollars, the recession is here. Advertising dollars are dropping. I don't know about you, but my CPM and my RPMs have been dropping. Creators who are solely relying on AdSense revenue going into 2023 are going to be in big trouble. This is a big prediction of mine. If you're just, especially the middle class of the creator economy, I mean, people like Beast and Pewdie and, and, and D'Amelio, et cetera, et cetera, they're going to be fine. There's no recessions going to ever touch them. They're making millions a month in AdSense revenue. But blue collar content creators like myself, Eileen Smith, uh, you got great content creators, podcasters, live streamers here in the chat, in the community, Sharkfin Tech, Jonathan Albin's a good live streamer on Twitch. Um, Blue-collar content creators, if you're solely focused on AdSense revenue or you're just creating content in the hopes that your AdSense CPM and RPMs are going to go up, I think you're going to be cruelly deceived. I truly believe that influencer marketing, your ability to leverage your number one asset, which is your audience, in so many different forms and so many different revenue streams, such as affiliate marketing, establishing trust with your audience and sharing products and services that you believe in and that you vouch for brand deals and sponsorships are going to take on, they're going to go exponentially higher. The influencer marketing uh, economy is going to take on, it's going to increase, I think by 20, 30, 40%, if not more in 2023. If advertisers are spending less on these platforms, consumers are skipping ads a lot more. And quite honestly, I don't know anybody who really checks out ads anymore. I don't know anybody who doesn't skip um, or a lot of them are paying for premium, like YouTube premium, for example, to not eat, to get rid of ads altogether. Then the number one variable will be you as the content creator who's built trust with your audience. And brands are increasingly wanting to leverage somebody who has that ethos, credibility, influence, and is advertiser friendly. And so build, engage, grow, have patience, 
Take the time to understand what your audience wants to see. Take the time to understand the problems that your audience faces. You need to be the solution to that. The creator economy in 2023 is going to be much more creator leaning, much more creator leaning and less on these platforms, less on monetizing directly through these platforms. Now, you might be saying, hey, Nez, what about, you know, shorts, revenue sharing? Here's a prediction I have. Here's another prediction I have, okay? So so let me back up. Let me back up really quickly. So I talked about Facebook and how awful Facebook is, right? And how they have zero creator support. The platform that's going to win, and I'll tell you who I'm going all in 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 2023 and beyond, the platform that's going to win the creator economy wars and really incentivizing creators to create on their platform is the platform that actually does the right thing and the human thing, which is actually treat their creators like human beings and give them the kind of support and infrastructure to be able to get the things that they need. Like when we do get wrongfully demonetized, we don't wait 18 months and miss six months of revenue. I had to start three new Facebook pages because I got wrongfully demonetized for things that just made zero sense. And there was nobody to talk to. Give me your Facebook nightmares, please share them in the comments. I'd love to hear from you because I know I'm not the only one. Never mind the fact, never mind the fact that because Facebook has been trying to copy TikTok, look, Instagram is successful because Instagram kind of already was like TikTok. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of these other companies, YouTube is a video platform. So incorporating shorts, you know, was just another kind of addition. It made a little bit more sense. People don't necessarily go to Facebook. If the culture is not there, they don't necessarily want to watch a bunch of videos in a row. A lot of people go to Facebook to check up on families and friends and engage in their very specific niche oriented groups. And that's why we're seeing a huge decline. I mean, we're, this isn't news. Facebook's uh, revenue dropped, I mean, 50% in Q4 or Q3, I think, earnings. Q3, because we're still in Q4. Um, this is nothing new. And so the platform, and you said it, Eileen. Eileen already said it. The platform that I am going all in on in 2023 and beyond is 1 billion percent YouTube. Every time I have a problem, every time I have an issue, I could even just go on Twitter and tweet uh, Team YouTube and I will get a response within 24 hours, which is absolutely phenomenal. I can get the kind of help and support I need. There's still a lot of room for improvement, but at least there's somebody I can talk to. Jonathan says, I'm hoping merch sales will be my primary income. Yes, diversify. Uh, is this a question, Jonathan? Ask this question again in a second. Let me get this point out, okay? Let me get this point out. I don't blame you. I don't blame you, Tony. Yeah, it can be um, like a drug. Tony says, I deleted Clubhouse from my phone. I don't blame you. Um, it can be something of a time suck. Believe you me. Um, I have got some clients I've been telling. I'm like, what? you're on Clubhouse 15 hours a day. And then you wonder why you're... Your YouTube channel is not growing or you wonder why your uh, uh, your live streams aren't getting any engagement because you're too busy uh, uh, hanging out and doing things that are not helping you. 
It's okay to be on Clubhouse for an hour or two, a week maybe, or every couple of days. I have some clients that are on Clubhouse 10, 15 hours a day, every day. You can't create if you're too busy consuming. It's impossible. It's literally a physical impossibility to create and build if you're too busy listening and consuming. Don't get me wrong. I have built amazing relationships, even accrued amazing clients on Clubhouse without even trying. But you can't be all focused. You have to have a strategy. You have to have discipline. I mean, it can. I was there. I've been there. I've been on in some clubhouse rooms for four or five hours and just wondered what just happened. I don't blame you, Tony. Okay, let me. Before I get to Jonathan's question, let me say this. So the company that's going to win in twenty twenty three, where the creator economy is going, is going to be the company that gives creators ample support. It makes creators feel like they really, really care about them and they really want to help them succeed and monetize and actually do this full-time, earning a sustainable living. In my opinion, Facebook is not even coming close to that. Is there a lot of money to be made on Facebook? Absolutely, depending on your niche, depending on your audience. Is there a lot of opportunity on Facebook? Absolutely. But the fear and anxiety that comes with being a Facebook creator is just, it's humongous. It's just absolutely humongous. Because if one thing goes wrong, and usually it's some bot that got it wrong 99% of the time, you're demonetized for months at a time. You're not going to get it back. Believe me, I've been there, not only with my own channels and brands, but with clients' channels and brands. So YouTube, to me, more than TikTok, more than Facebook, more than Instagram, because Facebook and Instagram are basically the same thing, even though Instagram has really introduced some amazing monetization with subscriptions and brand collaborations, which I think is really, really interesting, their brand marketplace. Um, and Reels, I think ads are coming on Reels, and the ads, ads are going to be able to be shared. The bonus program stinks on Instagram. It's literally not even worth it. Don't worry about getting the bonus program on Instagram. Unless you're getting 50 million, 100 million views on your Reels, you're not going to make a dent. I made a, a million views on Reels last month on Instagram, and I got 122 bucks. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's cool, but that's you can't make a living on that, right? Um, that's got to change. That's going to change. Now, my prediction in 2023 for YouTube shorts is this. And then I want to answer your question, Jonathan. Ask it again in a more um, kind of direct way, if you don't mind, please. I'd really appreciate it. Here's my prediction, okay, for YouTube shorts revenue sharing. Is it phenomenal? Yes. Is it amazing? Yes. But you think there's saturation now? When creators start seeing money hit their accounts and money hit their uh, partner program, uh, AdSense accounts, et cetera, et cetera, there's going to be more and more and more competition on YouTube shorts. And so I love the fact that they've entered the game as far as revenue sharing on shorts, but here's the deal. Um, it's going to be very, very saturated. It's going to get more saturated than ever. And, and remember, this is still an experiment too. It's all dependent on if advertisers are seeing a return on their investment with putting ads and placing ads on shorts, on the short shelf or whatever. Plus, there's also a cut gone to going to music license 
companies or, or artists, right? So if you're using music in your shorts or you want to use popular music, don't forget, there's another cut. Besides YouTube taking it, there's another cut um, that the artists and license music licensing companies are going to be taking, right? Also, I, I, I don't think it's just going to be hundreds and thousands and millions of dollars right out of the gate. It's going to take time. Anytime any company introduces anything new, it usually in my experience, every beta takes at least six to 12 to 24 months to really get cooking and really get to be something steady, work out all the chinks. Um, that's just how it goes. That's just always how it goes. Anytime a company introduces a new thing. Um, so have patience and definitely I am going all in on YouTube in 2023 for my money as a full-time content creator. I'm going all in on YouTube. YouTube to me is really showing me that they care the most about creators. Will that change? I don't know. You got to stay tuned. By the way, if you haven't become an insider, go to professorness.com forward slash insider. It's free. It's our VIP creator economy live stream newsletter. This is your chance to never miss out on another video resource giveaway, contest, prize, go to professornez.com forward slash insider. It's absolutely free. Give us your best email and bada boom, bada bing. You'll never miss another one of these. I want to be giving away a lot of stuff. Remember, Santanez is on his way. Okay, we have a question from Jonathan Alba. Albin, sorry. Yes, Tony says, don't sleep on shorts. Brian says, I have to admit, the only reason I know of you is because of Clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah, it that's I, I this is a great point Brian. Thank you for sharing this. He says at one point Clubhouse was great, but I feel it's not the same. I couldn't agree more, my man. I'm super grateful that I met you, man. Super grateful you're a part of the Nez Nation community. Um but yeah, it's just not even close to what it used to be. Uh and the rooms um are are just getting out of control. I mean, I don't even know how I get these every time I open Clubhouse. It's like, well, let's talk about witchcraft or, you know, five things you should do to uh, pimp out your, I mean, it's just the craziest rooms. I'm like, what happened to my rooms? <laughs> so yeah, it's not quite what the same. And, and, you know, they're going through their issues too. Um, okay. I want to get to this question and then I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about my biggest prediction. This is my biggest prediction of the creator economy in 2023 and a lot of you are not going to like it but i'm going to say it anyway because i feel it is the absolute capital t truth okay jonathan so stick around for that jonathan says is it wise to sell real value products as well as the usual promo kind of product it doesn't matter um, as long as it's something that you believe in and that you vouch for, um, one thing you want to always be careful for Jonathan is don't chase the money, right? Some company says, Hey, you know, I, I hear you're getting 20% commission from company X. We're company Y we'll give you 60%. Then company Z comes along and says, we'll give you 75% commission. Don't chase the money. You have to ask yourself one serious question because, let, look, let me tell you, it takes a lifetime to earn trust with your audience. It could take 10 seconds to lose it all. 
I've seen this happen with clients of mine and tons of creators throughout the years. As soon as you think you can fool your audience, as soon as you think you can pull the wool over their eyes, they can smell it. Trust me. Do not underestimate your audience's intelligence. They will smell it in less than 2.3 seconds if you're just, you know, touting something for the money alone. They can smell it coming a million miles away, which is why when I say, okay, that this is the greatest live streaming platform I've ever used, and I've been live streaming since 1752, I've used them all. I've used every third-party encoder. I've used every single browser-based, non-browser-based, third-party, et cetera, et cetera, software, download, whatever. StreamYard's the best. It allows me to give that ticket taper, I have a link in the description and the pinned comment. And with my link, you don't even have to use a credit card. You can start for free right now because I believe in it. I'm using it right now. I believe in it. So I have the confidence to share it with my audience. Does that make sense? Landshark Picker, how in the world are you? Good Good afternoon. Good to see you. Good to see you. Oh, you're going to love, you're going to love my prediction, Landshark. Stick around. So it doesn't matter. You're, you're thinking about it the wrong way. And I'm, I'm, I'm not giving you, I'm not dissing you. I'm just giving you tough love right now, Jonathan. You're thinking about it the wrong way. It's not about, should I sell this product or that product, a real value or a promo? Always ask yourself one question. Does this align with your brand, which your brand, the engine and the blood of your brand, the lifeblood of your brand is your audience. Does it jibe with them? You know, me sponsor, being sponsored by a soap company, uh, they may pay me millions of dollars, but if it makes zero sense for my audience, I mean, I don't know. Or if I'm, if I'm promoting something uh, like a, a, a fuel injector, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. But I mean, me promoting StreamYard, a live stream software that allows you to go live without all the technical hubaloo makes perfect sense. Does that make sense? So always think about your audience. That's the only question you need to answer. Is this something that my audience can get value from? That's literally it. So I hope that helps. I hope that helps. It's a great question. I mean, every piece of content, every sponsorship, every affiliate product, every link, every physical, digital merchandise, every thing that you want to share, every brand deal sponsorship, you always need to really think deeply and strategically. Because if you lose your audience, remember what I said at the beginning of this show, your audience is your number one asset. That's your number one asset. It's the only asset really to leverage all these different revenue streams to really sustain yourself and your audience. Here's the cool thing. Your audience wants to support you because you provide value to them. Because you actually solve their problems. You've actually helped them get from point A to point A5 or point B, whatever. You've helped them. You've, you've done something for them, even if it's just as, as, as seemingly simple as entertain them. You've done it. So you've earned their trust. So always ask that question. Yes, Sharkfin Tech, I love it. Purpose, message, audience. That's exactly right. Um, okay. So here's my biggest prediction. 
Here is my biggest prediction of 2023. Who's ready for it? Give me a hashtag me right now. A lot of you guys are not going to like this. And you're going to really hate this because I got to go check on my dog right now. Give me one second. Give me one second. My dog's barking. Okay, I'm back. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. (laughs) Believe in yourself. Good to see you. Fantastic. Drum roll. That's right. (laughs) Shark Fintech, I'm so impressed that you remember that. That just shows me. See how educated, see how awesome our Nez Nation audience is? You see how amazing they are? I mean, you don't just see, look at all these amazing content creators, business owners, influencers, executives, professionals. You don't just get me when you come to the Creator Economy Livestream Podcast, Nez Nation Live, you get all these amazing people, all these amazing creators, all these amazing individuals. So proud of you, Sharkfin. Purpose, message, audience. What is it that you want to get across? What is your purpose? How do you package that in a very clear, simple message that you can get across to your audience? If you understand those three Nez Nation precepts, you're going to hit the ground running. You will be successful. I use that same exact model with all of my clients, with all of my brands, all of my channels, all of my businesses, my entire three decades of doing this. Okay, here's my biggest drum roll. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Eileen. This, here's my biggest prediction of, of, of 2023. It's cool if you want to write a blog. It's cool if you want to do long-form content, live streaming, uh, podcasting. It's awesome if you want to do long tutorials, et cetera, et cetera. I truly believe 2023 is going to be the year that short-form content creators are going to absolutely dominate. Not just TikTokers, not just Instagram Reelsers, Reelsers, (laughs) Reelsers, <laughs> not just YouTube shorts creators, but literally all short form content creators. And so if you're a long form content creator, which I am, I do live streams, I do podcasts. I think it's not only a luxury or just not only an option. I think it's an imperative that you create short form content. Not only because TikTok has dropped an atomic bomb in the entire creator economy, not only is it because Facebook and Instagram have literally copied them, not only is it because there would be no YouTube shorts without TikTok, not only because of that, but because of the convenience, but because we're headed towards a recession 
Nobody can afford a $3,000 DSLR camera, lights, audio, camera, software, capture card, gimbals, etc., etc., etc. The convenience of taking out your phone, pointing it at yourself, sharing something for 60 seconds or less, and it hitting the entire world. Think about that, Nez Nation. Really think about that. This is about audience psychology. This is not just a a, a whimsical sort of um, just fly by the seat of your pants prediction. Short form content is not just an option anymore. Short form content is not just a luxury. It's not just something that you can sort of play around with or even dismiss. It is an absolute imperative it's a capital M-U-S-T must in 2023. So the creators, professionals, coaches, consultants, we saw it with TikTok uh, having a Super Bowl commercial with John Travolta, right? In the last Super Bowl, there was a TikTok Super Bowl commercial. We're going to see that more and more and more. Hey, Ethan Klein, good to see you. Always have a purpose in your content. Show up and create. Yes, sir. It's not just an option anymore. It's not just a privilege or a luxury or a cool thing to try out and experiment with anymore. If you're not incorporating short form content, I think you're doing a huge, you're missing a lot and you're leaving a ton of audience on the table, which leads to money on the table. We are definitely headed towards a recession. There is nothing more budget-friendly than pulling out your phone and sharing your vision with the world. Now, I know I've been talking about shorts. I've been talking about TikTok. I've been talking about Reels, especially on Facebook with the bonus program. And now I just looked in my dashboard. I got something like 600 bucks just from ads on Reels, which blew my mind for one of our brands, one of our channels. That's going to get even bigger. I think shorts revenue sharing is going to be something, maybe nothing in the beginning, but months and months down the road, it's going to become something huge. Um, The next great creator, the next Mr. Beast is going to be a short form creator. I guarantee you, this is my bold prediction of 2023. A lot of you are not going to like this because especially a lot of us long form content creators, we don't like short form content. I mean, I like short form content, but I know I get your... DMs, your messages, your comments all the time. I want to stick to my long form. I like my long tech tutorials. I like my long podcasts. I like my long live streams. I get it. There's still a place for that. Trust me. Because it all depends on one thing. How well are you able to create attention and encapsulate interest with your audience? If you can encapsulate interest with your audience for 10 to 20, 30 minutes, by all means. Bada boom, bada bing, do it. This isn't an attention span issue. This is not an attention span thing. Although I think that's a part of it. I do think attention span is important. To me, this is convenience. This is time saving, time management. This is snackable. There's a reason why snack industry, think of the food industry. Okay, we all got to eat breakfast. We all got to eat lunch and dinner. Well, actually, you don't need to eat lunch. You can skip lunch. You can even skip dinner, skip dinner. But we all have our meals, right? But why are potato chips so popular? 
why are, uh, you know, take any snack. I'm not really a snack person. Nuts, cashews, strawberries, um, you know, desserts, crackers, the snack industry. I want you to think of snort, short, snorts. <laughs> I just said snorts. That's a weird name. I want you to think of short form content as snackable, fast, easy, convenient, snackable content. You've got your full course. You've got your long form content, but you also need to have your snacks or maybe your side dishes, right? You need to think about that. I've been talking about short form content forever. You know me. I've been talking about this since the advent of reels and shorts. Because that's when I really started taking TikTok seriously. I didn't really take TikTok seriously until, okay, Zucks is paying attention. Okay. Susan Wojcinski, CEO of YouTube, is paying attention. Okay. They're creating all these different variations of TikTok, which essentially, if it wasn't for TikTok, there would be no shorts. There would be no reels. Guaranteed. There just wouldn't be. Right? Um, but I'm telling you right now that... It's the convenience of it. It's the ease of it. It's the ability to create more content creators. It's the ability to tap into that creative thing, that creative outlet that all of us possess. But it's also that feeling that we all want to be connected. We all want to throw in our two cents. We all want that kind of attention. I love this. Believe in yourself says you can always write a book. Take care of the desire to engage. Uh, in long form. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, you can definitely do that. My man, AL, smart as a fox. You can create short form from your long form. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, <laughs> Eileen, Eileen says, yeah, macadamia nuts. Why didn't I say macadamia nuts, Super Dave? Eileen says, barbecue are my favorite and my weakness. I love barbecue. Absolutely. Um, that's my biggest prediction of 2023. And really it's not a prediction. I mean, this has been happening. It's not even a prediction. Um, it's really just to light that fire in your belly, content creators, business owners. I was just, (laughs) here's a really good story that really exemplifies why I'm saying this. I had a client call mm, a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago. I had a client call. Nez, I've never been happy. I've never looked forward to Mondays. This is a vice president, client of mine. This is a vice president of a pretty big company, okay? I've never, Nez, I've never looked forward to Mondays. I want to do something that contributes. I want to do something that I feel like I'm doing my own thing. I feel like I'm really inspiring people. He's like, I want to inspire people. Here's, what, here's exactly what I told them to do. This is exactly what I told them to do. This is a paying client, by the way. And look, I charge an arm and a leg because I'm worth it because I'm the best at what I do. So I don't come cheap. I'm going to give you $1,000 advice, okay? This is exactly what I told them to do, okay? I said, hey, client, this is what you should do. Take out your phone and I want you to, actually, what I want you to do is I want you to write down 10 questions that you get the most frequently? What are the most frequent questions you get? And I think he was in, if I remember, he was vice president of sales. So write down 10 questions that you've most frequently get from clients, from coworkers, from your 
you know, at work, uh, uh, you know, wherever you go, conferences, et cetera, et cetera, right? And then for each one of those questions, so for example, if you say, you know, what's the best negotiation tactic or how do you close a sale? Let's just say that's one of the questions. How do you close a sale? Take out your phone, point it at yourself, hit record, and literally look at the camera and say, hey guys, how's it going? It's me, Professor Nez. I'm going to tell you my best three tips on how you can close that sale so you can earn more money. Here we go. Number one, boom. Record that. It can be 90 seconds, but preferably under 60. Upload it to TikTok. Upload it to YouTube as a short. Upload it to Instagram as a reel. Upload it to LinkedIn. Yes. As a native video. Upload it to Facebook reels. You could even do Snapchat Spotlight. Upload it to stories. This is exactly what I do. Upload it to all your stories, YouTube stories, Instagram stories, uh, TikTok stories, et cetera, et cetera. One piece of content and you've got, what, 10 platforms? You've got 10 different ways you can repurpose it practically, 15 different ways you can repurpose it. If you do that with patience and you do that for every one of your top 10 questions, I told them, I said, I guarantee you, you're going to get comments from people saying, holy mackerel, man, that was amazing. That really helped me. Who knows? It could be the CEO or another company or a competing company and go, you know what? I really like your vibe, dude. I really like the way you educate. I like the way you teach. Do you mind if we had a quick chat on Zoom for 10 minutes? Maybe we can work together. Maybe we can partner. Maybe we could hire you. I'm telling you, it happens all the time. We're living in the greatest time on planet Earth. There's never been a time where I can literally take a device that I own anyway, just say something into it, and it goes to the entire globe. This is insanity that you're not taking advantage of this. It's insanity that you're not creating 50 to 100 of these a day. I mean, you don't have to do that, but I mean, you get my point. This is why I'm so jazzed. I'm so pumped about the creator economy. That's literally what I told them to do. This is a client who paid me thousands of dollars. I mean, obviously we worked on a lot of different things too, but you just got thousand dollars worth of advice for nothing. If you do this in 2023, I promise you, you know how many brand deals I've gotten just from somebody saying, Nez, I happen to you know, randomly came across your live stream on Facebook. Hey, Nez, I saw your video on YouTube. Hey, Nez, I was watching your story on Instagram. That's really cool. Do you mind if we chat for two seconds? Happens all the time. Put yourself out there. Go after it. Think about the value you can bring. Actually make it about them and not you. And you do that consistently. You might not get nothing for years, but all it takes is that one view, that one view can change your life. If you're getting value from this stream, give me a hashtag yeah in the comments right now. Good morning, Facebook user. Great to see you. Give me your name if you don't mind or first name. Yeah. Believe in yourself. I love the channel name. I found a way to remove the labels. Uh, you get to choose them. I set up a thousand opportunities resulting. Yeah, live in the moment. Love it. Oh, hey, Carlos, how you doing? How come you can't, uh, oh, I think you have to get permission or something from uh, Facebook. Hey, Carlos, how you doing? 
So the people who really take advantage of what I just said, the people who actually implement what I just said, and this takes time. It takes blood, sweat, and tears. Remember, this isn't a coconuts and yachts channel. We're not giving you coconuts and yachts. This isn't get rich quick. I know you see all those ads on YouTube. I know you see all these 15-year-olds telling you you can be a millionaire tomorrow without doing work. It's bubkus. It's BS. Pure, unadulterated BS. This is not coconuts and yachts. What I just told you, repurposing that same video natively to all those different platforms and doing that ad infinitum takes blood, sweat, and tears. You need to ask yourself how bad you want it. You need to ask yourself how bad do you want it? How sick and tired of you of working for somebody else? How sick and tired of you of struggling to pay your gas bill tomorrow? How sick and tired of you of hearing about all these people making gobs of money with their side hustle and you're still doing the same thing, getting squadoosh. How bad do you want it? Everything takes sacrifice. Everything does. Look at what Carlos said. Carlos said, I've got massive deals because of my live videos since 1997. Carlos has been around. He's been a part of Nez Nation for decades. Carlos has been here from, since for a long time. We had Carlos on the stream back in, I think, 2019, spring of 2019. We had that multi, I think when I was first testing this out, Carlos, you were on it. When I was first testing out my partnership with StreamYard, they gave it to me for free. I was using, I think, Ecamm or something like that before. And uh, yeah, Carlos was there from the beginning. Carlos has been doing this forever. He's been in the live streaming, live video game forever. Thank you, Sharkfin Tech in the house. Love it. I love it. So that's my biggest prediction. Just to recap really quickly, the creator economy is going in this direction. Your audience is the asset. Your audience is everything. If you truly create content, I don't care if it's a blog. I don't care if it's a live video. I don't care if it's a podcast. I don't care what it is. Short form, long form content. You do you, okay? But if you make it about them and you really work hard on creating engagement, creating community, building that level of interactivity, I promise you that's your number one asset. I promise you that. And it takes time. It takes, I think on average, it takes about three to five years on average. It's just like a business. You're a media company. You're not a YouTuber. This is a media organization you're running. You're going to sell time on your program to advertisers, to brands, to deals. You need to trust your audience, but more importantly, your audience needs to trust you. Hey, Frank Gallo in the house. There's a client of mine. I helped Frank with his cooking channel, which by the way, Frank is doing awesome. I'm so proud of you, man. You're doing terrific, brother. How are you, Frank? Thank you so much. Yeah, you know what, Robert? This is why I... Oh, Robert on Facebook. Okay, now, believe in yourself is Robert now. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, you know, Robert, this is why I I say this show, the Creator Economy Live podcast, this is literally the show. The show I'm doing is the show I wish I had when I first started. Never mind that. I mean, even now, you still need reminders. Being a content creator is a lonely life. It's a tough life. It's an isolated life. We spend most of our time editing. We spend most of our time in dark rooms creating or editing or publishing or marketing or distributing, et cetera, et cetera, on the phone, on Zoom. I mean, that's most of our lives. 
people think remote work and working from home is, is romantic. It's nice that I don't have to get in my car every day and drive an hour or whatever. Don't get me wrong. I'm grateful, but it's not all just cookies and milk. You know what I'm saying? It's not all cookies and milk, blood, sweat, and tears. But if you put in the time, the energy, and the work, and this goes for you, post-35, post-40 year olds, the creator economy is more for us. Post-50, post-60, it's more for us than it is 18 to 25-year-olds. Everybody thinks creating on TikTok, creating on Snapchat or Instagram or YouTube is for kicks and giggles. It's for teenagers. Wrong. Wrong. This is where this is where business is happening. This is where transactions are happening. This is where presence is happening. This is where, more important than anything, this is where relevance is happening. You want to be relevant in 2023? You need to be here. I've been saying that forever, too. You know me. I've been saying that forever. By the way, don't forget, before you go, make sure you become an insider. I also have a free gift for you. In the pinned comment, in the description, 28, not 22, not 10, not 5, 28 credible ways, a free PDF that you can download that's absolutely free, 28 credible ways you can start making a little extra money online. Who knows? Maybe you could turn your side hustle into your major hustle. You never know. 28 credible ways for you to make money online today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not January 2023, today. I promise you there's probably 70 to 80% of those methodologies you've never even heard of. So make sure you go get that free PDF. It's Santa Nez. That's my gift to you, Nez Nation. And if you're interested in monetizing in the creator economy, if you're interested in monetizing your skills, creativity, and experience in the creator economy, which has never been better, maybe perhaps you want to leave your nine to five, or maybe you just need a little extra money, an extra 200, 300, dare I say 500 to $1,000 a month, this is the place. You're in the right place. So become an insider. It's absolutely free. Professornez.com forward slash insider. Takes you two seconds and you'll never miss out. Plus, we're going to be doing giveaways. Plus, we're going to be doing prizes. Plus, we're going to be doing contests. We got so much stuff planned. Why would you want to miss out when it's all free? I mean, for the love of everything, holy, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> If I were you, I would do it. <laughs> but wait, there's more. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, actually, there is more. <laughs> um, if you are interested, because I said that short form content is everything, but hey, let's say you're like, Nez, I get this question. I get your DMs all the time. Hey, Nez, where did you get your lighting, your camera, your audio, your microphone, your et cetera, gimbal, tripod? I have a nice, convenient, nicely tucked list of all the best budget-friendly gear, tools, accessory that I use. As an Amazon influencer, we have our own storefront, our own shop on Amazon. Go to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Professor Nez, and you can find it all conveniently there. You can add it to your cart. You don't have to do anything else. Easy peasy, one, two, three. It's all there. It's in the description and in the show notes, podcast listeners, replay viewers. Um, and live viewers, go check it out or just go to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Professor Nez. 
Any last second questions before we get out of here? And yes, I mean, I, I, I do love, you know, I, I mean, I love the fact that I'm able to, you know, bring up awesome comments like this. Uh, I love the fact that I'm able to have this cool ticket taper down there. I love the fact that I can bring in this cool overlay. You know, I love the fact that I can bring in branding elements like that. You see that? Uh, my, my thumbnail right there. Look how good that thumbnail is. Look how serious and smoldering I look right there. <laughs> you know, I love the fact that I can do all this. So, you know, if you're somebody who, like me, um, thinks that live streaming is one of the best ways to build your community and engage with your audience and build your personal brand and build that trust that we've been talking about since the beginning. I've been live streaming since 1544 and I've used them all way longer than even Carlos. <laughs> Carlos, if you're still there, Carlos is like 1544. Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> um, and I've used them all. And the one that I trust, the one that I use is StreamYard. And with my link in the description and in the show notes, you can start streaming absolutely free. And with my link, only my link, you don't even need a credit. Because you know when you do these free trials, they always say, well, we still need a credit card. With my link, because I made sure to do that for you guys, you don't need a credit card to start. Yes, Robert says, now I'm so glad I know your name. You go by Bobby or Robert. Robert says, live streaming opened the planet to me. What a beautiful phrase. I love the way you said that. Could not agree more. As always, y'all, make sure that you stick around, subscribe, hit that bell notification. Follow us because we go live every single week. I'm giving you the greatest and best resources, news up to the minute on everything you need to make money in the creator economy. I don't care if you're a business owner. I don't care if you're a content creator. I don't care if you're a brand. This show is for you. So it's been an absolute pleasure. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. This is your boy, Nez, on behalf of the Nez Nation crew, saying hasta la pasta, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. You're the best. 